Into. Alright. Let's get started. You may learn something. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to Black and Thought, where we take a look at current and cultural issues, applying that Afrocentric drip to them. Your hosts tonight are the Black Broadcaster. We got Dale, JB, D, and me, Ill Will. Tonight, topic, we're going to give you an introduction to ourselves, let you know what we're all about, what Black and Thought is doing, and why we're out here. We just feel that we have some knowledge that everybody could use, and um, we just want to get it out to the people. So we're going to go around. We're going to let the black black broadcaster go first and uh, introduce himself, and we'll go around. Pass me the mic, yo, Will. What's happening? <laughs> this is your pastor, the bastard bastard, the black broadcaster reporting live. Uh, glad to be on the show. We got a lot to offer. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to pass it to my guide to the left of me. Dale. Oh, my turn? Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, world? Uh, I'm Dale. Uh, basically, I'm the youngin' of the group. Uh, everybody in the rest of the group is old as heck. And uh, I'm the baby of the bunch. But like I said, we all have life experiences. We all came from somewhere. And uh, basically, the whole point of this is just letting everybody know what we think. And hopefully, somebody can learn something from it. Uh, born and raised Columbus, Ohio. Play sports. Uh, what else you want to know about me? That's about it. Got a wife, got kids. Listen up. Now I'm passing it to my left, my man, JBZ. Thanks, Dale. <laughs> that was nice. So um, I think this will be a, a good time for us to get together, share our collective thoughts, um, learn from one another. Um, you know, my background, I'm married, been married for several years have a couple children and um you know i i think it's it's time um to really just take a step back and try to get back a little bit uh, for things that you've gone through and maybe help somebody out so that's why i'm here i'll pass it to the left to d <laughs> what's up y'all this is d um yeah looking forward to this just uh share our knowledge with the world and with all we going through right now is um it's a good time to put some what we know and see how we can help that's it last Back but not least ill will your boy ill will um like we said it's just you know we felt this is is this is the time a lot of things going on in the world that just need a voice need a guide i'm not saying that we know all i'm not saying that we you know, we have all the answers, but there's experiences that we've been through that can help others get through it just the same. So, you know, our coping mechanisms can help others. Uh, I've been helping people for quite a while now. So, uh, I mean, within the things that I do. So, I mean, it, I just felt it was only right that we got together and, you know, we put out this information and make it do what it do, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to it. Current affairs. What's going on out there? Well, let's give some background on each, I mean, some more. Like, just say, let's say, I mean, kind of like what's going on. Um, 
me myself, I'll give you a little bit about, you know, things that I guess I'm not gonna say qualify, but you know, support my opinions on some of these things. Uh I mean I've been in law enforcement for the last sixteen years. Um seen good, seen bad, seen ugly, done a lot of good. Hope and pray that I've never done any bad. Um but with that, you know, just a lot of things that I've seen and done. Um, like like many of the others here, I'm married, children, um, everyday struggles with life and, you know, relationships and things like that. Manhood, moving forward. Um, I mean, being a better person, being better spiritually and things like that. Uh, just trying to move forward and bring as many people with me as I can as possible, you know? I get it. You know, same here. I think we're all we all have that in common. I'm married, got several kids, <laughs> and uh, I've worked in both the private sector and the public sector and the uh, civil service sector, if you will. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to come out the gate with this one, that I'm very uncomfortable with everything that's going on, but it doesn't. I think we should expect this, you know, and not to sound our church here or anything like that, but we're in the end times, whether you want to accept it or not. But I'm uncomfortable with it because, not because it's happening, but because how we're responding, right? Yeah. Right? So mm -hmm. with that being said, I have a lot of energy, and I have some things that I really want to put out there that what are we doing about this, right? I mean, do we just... Are we being desensitized by what's going on? You know, we have families, we got kids. When you wake up in the morning before you go to work and kiss your wife and kiss your kids, do you ever even think this could be me or this could be one of my children or this could be my spouse? Yeah. You know, no scenario is immune to the violence that's going on. To right? anyone. To anyone, anyone, right? So so I, I have a bone to pick in terms of how are we responding. I'm going to pass it to my guy to the left. All right. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I, I, I definitely uh, have a bone to pick with the things that's going on. Uh, and and I come, my point of view is not necessarily from everybody say white people and what the white people are doing or so on and so forth. My bone I pick is with my own people, you know. Um, we, we, we see all the current stuff going on. We see the riots. And to be honest, what is that proving? You know, what I mean, that's that. That'd be my question that I would ask the people out there. What are you proving by busting the window? What are you proving by stealing stuff out of a store? That's not helping the cause. That's not helping change laws. That's not helping anything, besides possibly you ending up getting hurt or end up in jail yourself. You know what I mean? So, like I said, my my point of view is maybe somewhat different from other people's point of views, but that's why it's a collect. It's a collection of us. You know, uh, it's five of us in here right now, and we all have different backgrounds. We all came from somewhere different, and like I said, the whole point of this podcast is we express our feelings. We, we're not saying we're right. We're not saying we're wrong. We're not saying this is the absolute answer, but what we are saying is this is from our life experiences, because that's what everybody has their own life experiences. So from our life experiences, this is what we have to say. Hopefully what we have to say can enrich somebody's life, touch somebody's life out there, change one mind. If we could change one mind, then 
this podcast was a success. And I'm just put it out there like this. You have that you're listening to a bunch of professionals. This is, I mean, you know, you have your careers and your professions, but you have a bunch of professionals. Uh, what you have right here that you're listening to, you have business owners, you have bosses. I mean, it's just an immense amount of knowledge that I feel that we're going to be able to provide for you from all that. Um, like I said, I mean, professionals here. Um, yeah, I'll <clears throat> I hope to honestly learn from this experience, you know, um, and it would be nice to get feedback from people who are listening to the podcast on um, to possibly get some interaction um, to, like you said, the uh, first Dale. <laughs> he said, uh, um, hopefully change somebody's, you know, thought process, perspective. Um, you know, that that's what I hope to get out of it. Go ahead, D. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, a little bit about me. Um, background, product of a single mom, just kind of, you know, black man raised in the city by a single black woman. Um, with that being said, you know, just something that's related to, you know, like you say, is there a father around? Is there, what kind of guidance are you having? Things like that. Or else, what we're dealing with in the, in the world now, you know, you know, like um, the pastor said over here. Um, the black broadcaster. The black broadcaster. Reporting said. live. <laughs> yeah. Just being bothered, you know, um. You know, we all watch the news. We all see what see what's going on. You know, and um, I guess my my question to everyone is, how does it make you feel? You know, black, green, white, Asian. How does it really make you feel? Yeah, I mean, I can relate to that most definitely. Um, I mean, a lot of us came from uh, single parent homes. Um, not. That it's a bad thing, not that it's a good thing. It's just you know it what it, it was what it was for us. Like, it was, it was a different era. Yeah, back in that time, like right now, you know, like I said, we are married, kids, but back then, you know, coming up, it was. I think that's when women was kind of just fed up with what was going on. They decided to do things themselves. So, so they say. So, man, say that again. Just oh, they fed up. Put <laughs> <laughs> bombs for that. Drop just bombs people being on fed them. up. Yeah, drop these bombs on them. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I think of the term blindsided. Uh, Brother D over there, our backgrounds were kind of similar. Single parent home due to the um, crack epidemic in the 80s. Father fell to that. So mother was stuck raising two young black men in the height of the drug epidemic with no father in the middle of the projects. I mean, what is the likelihood that I'm sitting before you unscathed, no record, you know, so that that's a you know, that's a that's a unique situation, and to come out this way. But with that being said, you know, I have a family. I'm married. You know, four kids, uh, professional business owner, and when I think about where I came from, when you put the pieces together, the path doesn't lead to where I'm at. Right? Mm. So there yeah. had to be something to get me from point A to point B, right? Yeah. Because some of us don't make it out. So, just to move a little forward uh, with the current affairs, and I'm looking at it right now about this Minneapolis uh, situation. I'm (laughs) 
So so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up this is this is Dale again if you guys haven't learned my voice yet. Uh the pick up the pick up uh where where the black broadcast left off. I'm a little different. Uh like I said, everybody a lot of people here is raised by uh in a single parent home. I was raised in a single parent home uh by a father. Uh my mother died, uh passed away from breast cancer when I was younger. Um so like I said, that's kind of go back to what we said at the beginning. This is a, a collection of of different point of views from different places. And and so I had my father. My father is still living with me, God bless. So I, I, I've learned a lot from my father. Uh, he's my hero. Um, and I feel like it's my duty uh, as a black man to, to pass on the knowledge my father passed on to me. Because he didn't have his dad there. His dad was not in the picture. So he learned everything by trial and error. Uh, and he passed a lot of lessons on. Some good, some bad. But he passed a lot of stuff on to me. And I feel like it's my duty to pass the knowledge that he passed on to me, pass that on to the next generation. So that's that's given background. That's kind of where my background is. I'm here to pass on what I know to the next generation, and hopefully, you know, it could change somebody's life. Well, see, Dale, I'm kind of like your father. My father, I had to learn by trial and error. Right. It's kind of like I'm your father. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely not. I wish see the similarities. <laughs> it's your boy D. Talking Dale. So you were the one who packed him that lunchable that day. There you go, son. We're going to bring that up. We gonna re- Listen, this is supposed to be a positive thing. I can change it real negative real quick. But but, but on the flip side, Eddie I think Kruger. B has another. Yeah. JB got a different background too. Yeah. So, you know, it's not here. My my um background you know both of my parents married you know been still married been married for almost you know over 30 years um and uh i grew up um well you know we didn't have to struggle for anything grew up in the suburb um but with that being said i feel like i spent the majority of my time as a youth hanging in the hood you know with my cousins with my friends Mm -hmm. Um, so how'd you was, like the different flavor now laters? What's that? How'd you like the different flavor now laters? From the suburb to the hood. Different flavor now laters. <laughs> <laughs> penny candy. No, I, Yo, penny no, candy, I, I Chico really sticks. No, I really wasn't no candy, no candy kid, man. I, I like, like chicken and. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we had that too. Wayne, the good, the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so. So ain't nothing like chicken and dirty grease. <laughs> so, so, so. They've been sitting on the stove for like two yeah. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no no grease bottles in front of you. Hey, hey Brandon, I'm with you. I grew up a little bit better than you. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't use no two week old grease. Yeah. yeah, we went to the store. <laughs> we got, got, fresh got fresh grease. It's all right. Pinky's <laughs> up. Don't eat in my house. But you know, both both my parents went to school. Um, you know, graduated from from college. Um, you know, I was fortunate and blessed to have that environment. You know, I went myself, graduated from college, along with my brother. So, um, you know, we, we, you know, my perspective really, and one thing that kind of, um, you know, some of my homeboys we talk about, you have to learn. You you, you are you stay true to yourself, but you are able to be a chameleon to some extent to where you can see what, you know, adapt to certain situations to still navigate through things and get things done. 
and get things accomplished without losing who you are, you know. And I think when you went, when I saw a lot of my friends in college, you know, we were around a lot of Caucasians, they struggled, you know, to navigate certain things. It's okay to say white folks. Well, <laughs> they was Caucasian. <laughs> so. It's a different kind of white. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> My bad, John. No, you're good, D. But it was just, um, it was interesting to me, you know, to see how, um, you know, they um, really had a had a tough time, you know, navigating through those waters. And so that's one thing that I've tried to, you know, help my brothers and sisters that come, you know, come behind me is that don't lose who you are. Understand what the playing field is, you know. And um, I think that that's one thing that I appreciate the way my parents kind of helped instill that in me and guided me and um, helped me navigate through those waters. That's, that's interesting, uh, coming from JB, um, coming from a world that was different than myself and these. You know, he used the word adapt, and, and, and I was thinking about that because where we come from, the things that we learn, we don't learn how to adapt, right? We're all, this, all these situations where, you know, we come up with a single mother and we're exposed to a neighborhood and we, we get desensitized we have to learn the skill of navigation, right? Because like I was explaining earlier, I come from the hood with the chances, chances are myself sitting in front of you guys like this is what, 10,000 to one? I'm supposed to be in jail, supposed to be hooked on dope, supposed to be dead, right? So we didn't have the luxury of adaptation. What we had to learn was navigation. And navigation is a skill because if you're driving a boat and you come across a rock, you can't adapt to it. You have to navigate around it, right? So where D and I come from is everything in our lives we had to navigate, right? That's a skill. We had to learn that because we were already marked from the beginning, right? Grew up. We had, we had maybe adapted to not having a father, but we navigated into fathering ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. We had to adapt when we went without something, but we navigated to get it, right? So that's a skill that we had to learn. And I was thinking about, you know, a statement I had made. Like, how did I get from the hood? I had to think about that. How did I get from the hood to here? Strictly navigation, which is a skill that we had to learn. It's funny you said that. Um, so, grew up in the hood, and, you know, I was in that era where, um, I mean, the movie's Colors came out. Remember that? I, see I, mean, I really remember that, that was the Crimson Bloods was banging. So, where I lived at that point in time, that was a really big deal. I mean, we're talking, like I said, the crack epidemic, Crips, the Bloods, and, you know, I'm seeing them the flags and, it was every day. It became the norm. Well, as I got as I got headed to junior high, my mom said, "I don't want, I can't have you around this walking to school while she at work." So, you know, we um did some moving around and then finally moved out of out of the hood. But um, my mom had to work two jobs for us to live this safe life. You know, so I, I'm not looking out the windows. We're not hearing drive-bys or shooting or the bag on the fence where they selling the rocks at, you know. And I said to say, single mom, me and, I have a sister working two jobs for a lot of part of my youth. But how she, what she installed in me, I never, like I said, like, like you said, I, I have a record. Um, 
never sold dope. I just worked. And we had a lot of free time. Me and my sister, it was just me and her a lot. My mom had to work, so we had to live in that environment. So even moving out the way, I had to navigate my surroundings, you know, um, you know, because things we deal with in the world right now, I deal with as a youth on a different level. And so you're right, we had to learn how to navigate. I never really adapted to it, because adapted me, I kind of like accepted it. And I never did, I just, I just learned how to, it was very hard to try to adapt to it. All that really did is made me angry. So then you have to navigate and learn how to deal with, with it, so yeah. Because adaptation is a process. Yeah. We didn't have that luxury of that process. Adaptation process could cost you your life in the hood. That's true. Right? That Find is true. Um, you know, my mother, she was all about discipline, right? And like the situation where you're being left at home in the middle of warfare, spiritual warfare, drug warfare, so on and so forth, a mother had to be able to leave her children at home and know that when I tell you to do something, yes. it's done, right? Yeah, that's you know, true. And it's for your own good. At yep. the time, you don't realize that. But she had to really lay it down. So shout out to all the single mothers who yes, raised, yes. Big up to who raising young men. That's, that is something that you were not designed for. But no. yet and still, you have, you've done it, you know, time and time again, you know. And both my parents are deceased, mm -hmm. you know. So the effects of that, the effects of that being brought up in a single home, is that you parent a little differently. You yeah, know? yeah. And all of us are married. We all have children. So we mm -hmm. all know the ups and the downs, the pros and the cons, the, all that stuff of marriage, you know, that makes it good, makes it okay. It also creates opportunity to make it better, right? Yeah. So I think for me is coming from where I came from, it made me a little bit uh, less compassionate because my kids have a lot more now than I had to start out with. Right. See, that's right? true. So, so this is the mindset. I, I, I don't think it's. Uh, yeah. I don't think that's. Uh, uh, you know that that's something that I struggle with is how much the kids have and what they're blessed with, and they act like you know it's it's the end of the world. You tell them to clean their room or do something like this. Or, um, See, I, I'm taking it a step further. Um, these kids, you're right. They don't. They don't know. They're I mean, spoiled. growing up, I was spoiled. Uh, product of a single parent home. My mom, she worked overnights, so while she was going to work at 11 p.m., you know, we was there at the house. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the mornings and stuff like that, she's either catching up on sleep or, at the time, she was going to junior college, you know, to get her associate's degree. So, uh, a lot of times we were there. Uh, she sleep, so you know, it had to be instilled in us to do what you're supposed to do without me having to worry about you because, you know, she sleep going to school and things like that, you know, trying to make it better for her and us. Um, and, you know, it's something that I carried with me, you know, seeing that stuff on how she do that. Because, you know, when I first moved up here, um, it was rough for me, you know. I, I really didn't have much. I transferred to a job up here, two jobs actually. One of the jobs, um, it was just they, they weren't, I hate to say it like this, but they weren't feeling me. Being black, people used to tell me, "You talk funny. Why are you? I mean, you over here. I mean, hey, I heard talk funny, man. everything. See, you still like talk. That. You funny, still bro. talk. I talk fantastic. <laughs> 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 it but, will. You know, it, it it boiled down to, you know, I wound up losing one of the jobs. Um, they said there just was no work, and which was, I mean, I'm gonna just put it out there, bullshit. Because like when I was working at the same job back home, I was the number one salesman in that division. 
So how, to come from the number one salesman in that division, to come up here, and now you telling me ain't no work? Yeah. So you mean t- corporate America has a drought? <laughs> there was no work. I'm confused. Right. And then, you know, I go from that to, you know, I mean, I had spots in time there that, you know, I, I, I was sleeping in my car. Mm. I mean, I was homeless. Mm. Didn't have a home. Um, and, you know, I wasn't telling my family back home this. I mean, because I didn't want them to worry. Uh, I mean, there was many nights I slept in my car. You know, I would talk to my family back home, like my sister or something, be on the phone. She never knew. Just had a regular conversation. And, you know, later on that night, I'm letting the seat back and going to sleep. Mm. Um, until, you know, I hustled and got myself two jobs again to get me, myself out of the hole that I was in. Um, but seeing those things put me in a mind frame, I'm never going back to that. Yes. That, yes. I, you will never see me in that situation again by any means that I can help. Um, and from that, I mean, that's just, it just pushed me. And from that, I went ahead and I went to school myself. Um, I wound up becoming a triple major student. Business management, business administration, and marketing. Um, and so, shout and out, man! Four years. I, I didn't, can't get one did it in four years. Three. Will. I didn't do it in, I didn't do it in six or eight or draw it out or anything like that. I did it in four years. Determination. Um, yeah, and then you know, turn around, got the job that I got, you know, within law enforcement, and then I've moved up the ranks within that. Yes, you sir. know, now nah, I mean I'm up there, uh, and you know, with that, I turned around. And use that to get my master's degree. So now, I mean, all the determination, hard work, and effort, you know, I make it pay off for myself because I didn't want myself going back to something that I saw was not a very good situation. I mean, it, I mean, it sucked being homeless. Now, it will count. Can I can I ask you a question? Uh, JB brought it up uh, earlier. We all um, came from a background, but we're all doing good now, right? Uh, and you know, some people's in some people's uh, mindsets, we're doing we're doing pretty good. So he's talking about doing for our kids, right? How do you? What's the right word I'm trying to say? How do you instill that 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 determination like that your mother gave you? How do you put that in your in your children that have? I don't want to say everything, but have more than, like you said, have more than what you have. What what what, what do you do to try to drive that home? I take trips home all the time to show them the house that we, we used to live in. And I show them the neighborhood that we used to live in. I mean, drive-bys, people selling drugs, um, you name it. I mean, it kind of happened over there in that area. Uh, gangs was real prevalent over there, too, the same. And it's just like showing them a rich history of, you know, this could easily be you at any moment, and you should be very thankful for the things that you have. Okay. And then on top of that, you know, not just giving giving them things. You got to earn it. You got to mm-hmm. work for mm-hmm. it. Right. You got to go up. You got chores to do. You got uh, stuff to help me with around the house. You got all that type of stuff to do before I'm buying you these things because you're just not going to get it and get it handed to you so you can feel like, you know, the world's going to hand you something. Yes, sir. I mean – it, it, I, number one, I mean, just going back home to show them the neighborhoods and stuff like that, and you know the houses and things like that from where I came from, I mean, is an impactful thing in itself. I mean, when you look at it. Yeah, I, I think that one thing that I often, um, you know, when I talk to my kids about it, you know, when we're riding through <clears throat> the hood and they ask, you know, oh, they ask, my bad. 
they ask, um, you know, why why are the buildings boarded up? Why, <laughs> why, why ain't no ain't nobody had no businesses? I'm like, you know, and, and you you try to explain to them, you know, it's it's a um, it's it's a battle of economics, you know, and um, when people don't have jobs, you know, they can't feed their families. They can't spend money in areas. So, you know, unfortunately, businesses, you know, they they leave, you know, and um, and that and that's and, and this it starts with employment, really, you know, and, and also, you know, tied to education as well. But uh, ultimately, you got to You got to be able to feed your families. Um, and that's what uh, unfortunately, you know, in the hood. It's tough to keep businesses going um, in those areas because that discretionary spending that you know that those those dollars it's it's uh, it's it's tough to come by. So um, you know having having you know employment um, higher earn higher earnings higher wages that's that's very important. I, I, I'm sorry. Oh no! I was going to feed off of JV, and when you was talking about taking your kids uh, back to your old neighborhoods mm-hmm. and stuff, I took my uh, took my kids by, uh, actually by my old house that we stayed in, and this house was small, man. I I swear it's probably it probably couldn't be no more than a thousand square feet, if that. And it was a house. Uh, it had it had two bedrooms, one bathroom, and the, the my kids tripped out about one bathroom. They was like, y'all had one bathroom? I was like, yeah, it was five of us. And we had one bathroom. It was like, how'd you do? Yeah. Man, what? <laughs> Get <laughs> up tell? early. Yeah. Get up first. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> reuse bath water, let a little bit Been out, there. let some more. Come on, man. Let it out. Listen. Let it out. I told you, we was doing a little yeah. bit better than you. Your tub <laughs> weren't green, was it? <laughs> <laughs> but, fellas, I, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about something. And it's something that JB said. Why do we give our kids a different experience if we know that the outcome of our experiences have made us who we are? And I'm man, thinking, say, say it again. Say it again. I'm a, can I go deep? Oh, man, say it. Can I go a little deep? I'm a Jake's fan. Can say, I go a little deeper? Say it one more time, man. Why do we neglect our children by not giving them the same experiences that allowed us to become who we are? Why? Can I respond? And I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. Can I respond? Please, go deep. Okay. My thought. Uh-huh. All right. My thought on that is we do it to give our kids a head start. All right. In, in my opinion, this right. is my opinion. So I do it. So the things like you just said, you, we had to navigate. You had to navigate your way through life. How do I do this? How do I do that? Right. How do I keep good credit? How do I? How do yeah. I take care of credit cards? Oh, man. How do I? How, hey. how do I cut my grass? <laughs> Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like things like that. Like how do I navigate? How do I go to school? How do I study? I didn't have people to tell me that. I didn't have nobody to help me do that. I had to navigate my way yes. through that. So, you know what I mean? So and like earning things. You know what I earned? I earned a a dollar food stamp to go to the corner store and buy penny candy. Now that's not no different than my than my children. And they want to go. They do their chores. They do their thing. I buy them a video game. Yeah, it costs sixty dollars, but. It's the same. It's the principle. The principle is you, you did what you were supposed to do, and you earn something. So, in, in in our case, 
we came from the hood. So it was a dollar, you know, remember the old school got to rip it out the book? Yeah, man, the, the, yeah. Bro, the little brown yeah, boy. It was the brown the $1 boy. dollars were brown. Yeah, the green ones were five. So I, I, I never, the red ones were 10. We I, I, I never yeah. earned that much on, on the middle of the brown. Yeah. But, but yeah. To, me, to, to, me, to, me, it's the, to me, it's the same principle. Right. So when you ask, you ask your question, why do we don't let our, you know, uh, death our kids? It's because for me, I do it because I want my kids, one, it's the principle, so you still learn the principle. But at the same time, I'm 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 giving you a little bit head start in life. I'm pushing you a little bit. Um, so when you get out my house, when you walk out my house, when you 18 or however you graduate college, when you walk out my house, you don't have to go through those struggles that I went through. Right. Because a lot of the stuff you're gonna already know before you get there. Like I'm just now learning stuff and and I'm, you know, 30 plus years old. Right. I well, want my children to be like, when he's when my when my children walk out my house at eighteen nineteen, I want them to know stuff that I knew at thirty. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll say this I'll say this, uh, professor, is that um, you know, everybody ain't built the same. That's true. So, as you were fortunate enough to to navigate through a situation, your kids may not make it. Mm. So. Why? Why put that hurdle in front of them? As best, if you can remove it as best you can, mm. you don't. You, you you know you don't know their limitations. You don't know their struggles or what they're gonna go through mm. as they get older. So, don't put them behind the eight ball beforehand because they may not be built the same. Way. I was gonna but, say the same but, thing. Kids aren't built like we were back so, in the day. So hold on, say. So, I got two kids. Uh, my daughter will be ten. My son's twenty one. Totally different backgrounds on how they came up. I was 20 years old when I had my son. I was a grown entrepreneur when I had my daughter. So my life is different from the son. So the parent I was when I had my son was a totally different parent the way I am with my daughter. Um, and some things you guys are saying, I, I see that about, you know, yeah, let's not put them behind. I, I, I do believe if we can get them ahead through the knowledge and the parenting we do from my son's 21 moved out when he was 18 i said many times he has not asked me for not one dime i was hard on my son as i was, I was a 20 year old kid that had him so when i had him my only thing of parenting was how my mom parried me you know you know she was um she was i don't say she was hard but she was um pretty straightforward on me. So I was pretty straightforward with him versus my daughter now, who is, like we talk about, suburbia or the $60 video game, which if my son wanted to ask for a $60 video game at nine, it would have been a conversation, which it still is. But like you say, ill will, what are you willing to do? Like you put one foot in, I put the other foot in. So. I don't believe, at one point in time, my mindset was, you know what, as I start doing better for myself, I'm going to give my kids the things that they want because I could not have them. And I, I went there a little bit, but I started realizing that that wasn't good for my kid. My kid became a brat and just not understanding, just feeling entitled. So I do think when you're a kid and when you feel entitled alone, that's, can be a setback because in the yeah. in the world, the, the the world don't feel they owe you anything. Yes, it's a, it's a fine balance. Yes, 
but no, I I agree with all three of you guys, but we're still missing one specific element. Say it. But I'm like D. We we when we have children different ages, mm-hmm. we parent differently. So there's an inconsistency there, right? You know, one thing that I've learned is when we came up through the trenches, and this is what we used to say. You know, my kids nowadays they see the food on the table, but they didn't see the footwork underneath it. But when we grew up, yeah. we saw the footwork underneath it, so we yes, understood yes, what it took to put the food on the table. You see what I'm saying? And there was no choice. There was no choice. Of what you gonna eat? So when you <laughs> yeah, so, right. yeah. so 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 I have to say this, and I, I stand by this. Someone like myself and D and whoever who came up in a situation where we were destined to fail, designed to fail, designed, and to come out on the other end successful. Then you have children that you have set up for success, and you tell me that failure is an option. It isn't. No. Not at all. The problem is, like D said, we're not consistent. His son grew up seeing the footwork. Yes. The daughter grew up seeing the food on the table. My son lived so, in the hood. Right. So they saw two different aspects, Good therefore ball. creating what? Two different experiences. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one thing that you guys are all missing. Men are natural competitors. Am I right or am I wrong? Are you right? Right? 72% of black children are parented in a single-family home. That's true. So we always often overcompensate for the brothers who ain't doing their jobs for their children because we have to make sure that we don't look like them. Am I right or wrong? If I'm, if I'm, if I'm lying, I'm flying. Do you guys disagree or agree? We, just, over, I, I, we I, overcompensate I, for I the disagree. other brothers who are not taking care of their children. I disagree. So, in nah, a, well, I, I don't <laughs> overcompensate for because I can only worry about my home. I get that. Honestly, well, I don't, it doesn't I don't have care. to be in gifts. It can be in discipline. It can be in gifts, but naturally and ultimately we overcompensate because we see the man who's not taking care of his children. And when you have a son, you know how important it is to raise him to be a man, right? So we already know who we are and how we are, but we still see that. It's still in our subconscious. But once we lay that foundation to our kids, right. if we lay that foundation, no matter how they veer off and I am there, they know right from wrong. And they will come back. Absolutely. They will come back. So I, I don't know if I would say that I'm, or we are compensating for another household professor, but I would say that um, we are compensating, for me personally, my opinion, I'm compensating for what I wanted to what I c- couldn't get. It's nothing against my mother at all, you know? Hell, she did a hell of a job, you know what I'm saying? But... Sometimes, as a once again, older a older parent now versus when I when I when I was I was a younger parent. You know what's important to me? Buying my son Jordans, buying that outfit with the name on it, and then dropping him off to my mom's house on the weekend so I can go out. But now what's important to me is going to my daughter's games and listening to her just talk, talk. 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 Talk, 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 talk. Watch her every time you go somewhere, just sitting there and just was it TikToking and just jumping up and down all damn. The girl sit your ass down, (laughs) God. But those are things that I watch and I engage because I'm I'm I became older and mature and became a little softer. If my son was doing that back when I was 20 years old, I'm yelling, I'm cussing, I'm I'm just doing different. So I think being older. And having more knowledge, like Dale said, you know better, you do better. You do better, like Dale yeah, said. I, 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 who I, taught you? Yeah, I think D. That's that's the I didn't know the, the nail on the head right there. I mean, 
You just have more experience, mm-hmm. man. You mm-hmm. got you got yeah. more wisdom, more experience on on how to deal with situations. Because I was a kid when my son was born. Yeah. I was a man when my daughter was born. Yeah, there's a difference. I was a young man, I should say, when my son was born. Yeah, there's a difference between getting old and, <laughs> yeah. and, and growing. I got a question for you. Age is not. I'm doing both right now, man. Me too. You ain't the only growing one. Mr. Black <laughs> Thank you for hey, And it's funny, I'm glad you said it because I've been coming to you for advice. <laughs> so we can have a talk about where you at before we have that question. <laughs> Mr. Black Broadcast, I got a, I got a yeah, question. Reporting live. I got <laughs> reporting live. I got a question for you. Yes, sir. You said something that uh maybe maybe shimmy a little bit. Yes, sir. You said when our children don't have an option of failure. Is that, is, did, did I quote you correctly? What I said was, you look at people like myself and Dwight who came from a situation where we were designed to fail. Fail, Designed Correct. to fail. And Fathers on drugs were in the middle of the projects. Every, statistically, I think it's like 100,000 to one. No, 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 it's less than that. It's like 10,000 to one. Make it out the hood unscathed, essentially. Right? Right. We make it out. But then, on the flip side, we position ourselves to put our children in a position to succeed, mm-hmm. and then we still factor failure in as an option. No, okay, that's 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 why that's that's what I that that's why I wanted I want you to stop right there. Can you tell the people and myself what do you mean? Look, in your words, in your opinion, mm-hmm. what yeah. do you mean? What is failure? What is failure? That's that was my. How question do you factor? It? How do you factor it? That's a question. Yeah, what is failure? Death? So, 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 getting so, shot, so failure, getting killed? Again, you can leave it up to interpretation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we, we survived. So you guys are talking about survival. Shot, killed, not addicted to drugs, nah. in jail. That's survival. Success is when you can have a goal and you achieve that goal. Now, before we got, I got out of the hood, first I had to survive. Remember, I had to navigate out of the hood first because all I knew was what I was surrounded by. I didn't know about success. I didn't know about managing finances. My dad didn't sit and say, hey, look at my bank book. He was buying crack, you know? So I didn't have that. But what I did know, because my mother made me be, she made, she installed the discipline. So this is how it started. She would say, hey, listen, this is what I need you to do, X, Y, Z. And we did that. And if we deviated from that, guess what she did? Corrective action immediately. That is true. That is true. So what that did was that set the foundation for my learning. I was coachable, Correct. right? Yep, we get on that topic. She didn't teach me anything but to be coachable. Mm. So as I got older, when I met the OGs that were a little wiser than the ones I met, they could drop a nugget in me, mm-hmm. and I was coachable, so therefore I could take that nugget, plant it, and then guess what? It grew. Right. So my mother raised me to be coachable, although she didn't have all the answers because no woman is designed to raise a man. But what my mother did know, just like these mother knew, is when I tell you to do something, you do it. So she set the tone and she set the platform for my learning, although she didn't give me the lesson. Is that what you were asking, brother? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> What's your next question? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but, but remember, but I, I'm going to say this too. I'm sorry. I, I, Go ahead, I wanna, but I'm looking for, like, when you, and the reason why, the reason why I, I the word failure mm-hmm. stuck to me right. when you said it is because, like I said, we all come from a different background. And what I was taught, no such thing of failure. Failure is not an option. Not I agree. That. No, yeah, no, I, I, there's I no never, such thing of failure. I agree. Yeah. There's no such thing. Of, my dad always put it in me, no such thing of failure. There's, there's plans. 
plan A didn't work, so you go to plan B. Plan B and may so, not work. And sometimes to, plan B is to make plan A work. Exactly. That, that's something <laughs> but, too. But, but so, I'll be honest, so, if you fail, if plan A didn't work, you fail. How's that a failure? That's a lesson. Can, that's can, a lesson because think about this. Think about, take this the, the thing about this is if if you fail, you fail when you fail to learn. If you if you keep going into uh running to the wall, right? At some point in time, at some point in time, you gotta learn, say, either I'm gonna stop running into this wall or I'm gonna make it right and go around the wall. Or so, go over the wall, go under the wall, do something. But if you keep doing the same thing, then you now that's failing. You keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. There's plenty of folks. And let's be real that we know in our immediate circles, families, that, you know, they're talking about that wall. They're 60 years old, still a juvenile. Correct. You know? Right. Haven't grown, haven't matured. It's true, man. So to me, that's failure. Right. That you that you have gone through life and gotten to a point to where you keep succumbing to whatever's going on that you right. can't that you can't overcome that. Right. Sometimes you gotta fall to get up though. So, so yeah, what? but but when but that's, when you that's fifty, failure, sixty years though. old, I mean you, you yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. Doing the same thing I agree, man. So, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Professor. So, so I wanna I wanna answer I'm going to start with uh, Dale's question I wish about I, what I is wish failure. See, and, I, and I have an answer for that. I wish y'all could see Professor yeah. while we were just talking. Because, you know, his head read, you know I read a lot. and He almost this, fell out his chair. I almost <laughs> did. You know, I almost did. So I want to answer the question, what is failure? But before I answer the question, because I do have the answer, I want to ask. You have a answer. I, okay. No, no. I have the answer. answer. And I have, I have, guess what? You ready? He wants to challenge me. But guess what? Put it up. Put it up. Right, I guess, okay. So, before I answer. give you the answer, I have, you one, I have one question What'd for each of you. So, just real quick. What do you do for your family? What do you mean? What is your role? To lead and provide. Okay. What is your role? Uh... Ultimately, I, I feel like it's 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 you know it's it's multi, you know. Okay. Try to be a spiritual leader for my family. Try to uh, provide for them, obviously. Um, teach my son to be a man and mm -hmm. show my daughter what a man looks like. Mm -hmm. So that that's that's really what you know, and be 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 a good husband to my wife. So th right. those are those are the things that you know I strive for. Right. So I'm going to tell you what failure looks like versus success. Now I'm about to go, I'm going to hit you with the Bible. Go to Genesis chapter 2. I didn't bring it. Okay, well, I did. Go ahead. Right? So it doesn't ever say that a man has to be married. It just says that a man is, it's not good for a man to be alone, right? But God gave man, right, a couple things. Gave him responsibility. He put him in the land of Eden to work that, right? So what success is, success mirrors the intent and the will of God. And his will is that a, a man, quote, unquote, a man takes care of himself, he provides for himself, and good again, it's not good for a man to be alone, so, you know, it's good to bear fruit, but a man educates, he teaches, he provides, he cultivates, and he leaves a legacy. So when you talk about failure, if a man is not doing what he's intended to do by the will of God, he's a failure, hmm. right? Because A, he can't make it into the kingdom. B, 
he's going against the will. He's going against the instruction of God. And C, what kind of man doesn't take care of himself or responsible for something that is left in his charge? So to me, that's a failure. You guys might have another answer for that, but yeah, I'm just I'm going not, off what the Bible says. Yeah, yeah. I, so that's no, I, the I get answer, all that, right? But you know, um, I think that uh, all those all those things you you could fall short on, of course, and it, and it could be considered, you know, you failing if you consistently, you know, fall short of it, even you know, time and time again when you don't overcome it. You know, that, that that's 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 that, to me that's 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 failure. I mean, you. So it's it's wait 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 wasted opportunities wasted you know resources um, you know hurt people in the process I mean just you know your, your life is you know you just you haven't like you said to some of that is um, you haven't provided for anybody yourself or anybody else been a bit been a benefit to anybody right you know so that 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 to me is a uh, well, failure is a choice. So, so let, yeah. let me ask you. That's a, question. a decision that let you make. make. Black broadcast option coming live. Because I'm gonna tell you what this, what determines failure from success. It's called effort. Mm. So, there's a choice that you make to fail, just like there's a choice that you make to succeed. So, 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 yeah, brother professor, let me ask you a question. So, you described earlier uh, your father leaving the household because he was addicted to crack, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let's just say hypothetically, you calling him a failure. Because from going by your definition you just gave, as far as not taking care of yourself, not leaving a legacy, not taking care of his, not taking care of responsibilities and, and everything else, is he a failure? He failed his responsibility as a husband and a father. So is that a failure? In, in my eyes, it is. Okay. Because he okay. failed, so, he failed so, that responsibility. So I want to keep you there. According to yeah, go ahead. I want to keep you there. So we calling him a failure. Dell trying to trap me. No, let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. I'm leading. Let's go. I'm leading. Let's go. Let's go. So, so you calling him a, and, and hypothetically in right. that particular session, he's a failure, right? He felt his role and his responsibility. Correct. Got it. So let's just say God came to him, cleaned him up, washed him clean. He turned his life around, came back to you, uh-huh. right? Before you, no matter what age he was, but he came back to the house, to you, right. to your family, everything else, resumed his responsibility and started taking care of his business. Right. Is he still a failure? So, so let me. So what you're saying is, if he came back and he was able to redeem himself, correct? We were still children, because remember, forgiveness comes from God. I'm, I'm not only, asking, I'm not saying children. Yeah, I'm just he, saying period. He's saying just period. Yeah, if he came, if he came back and redeemed himself, I mean, yeah, of course. But what I'm saying, failure is you never, ever came back to rectify the situation. So you failed at the test. That's like saying, I I failed biology. I never went back to take it. You failed the course. Sure did. Yeah. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> That's right. Oh, so we, we know so, you so, biology, so pops, we so pops, geometry. Thank you. Hell so pops, so pops, so let me say this. Let me, let me say this. Pops failed the course, right? <laughs> right, right. He failed the course, but under God's blood, he was redeemed because before my dad passed, he got himself cleaned up. Mm. So, yeah, he couldn't, we couldn't, you know, at 30 years old, I wasn't going to allow him to parent me like I was when I was 12. Oh, right? Yeah. So he failed the course. <laughs> But check this out. But check this out. But through God's blood, he was redeemed, right? So, so, so that, yeah. so, so that actually added a little fuel to my point of what is failure. 
that's failure what, that, is that, anything. That's what I'm saying. That deviates. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. failed. Yeah, he yeah. failed yeah. at that course, right? He right. failed at that course, just like you said, biology. Yeah, you took biology in the spring, you failed it, but you can come back in that fall and take it again and pass it. Correct? If you come back, Let's, that's, but, but but if you don't saying, come back, can, the course is still failed. You you if you don't come right. back. But well, let, that's let's, a, like let's, said, let's that's bring this back to right. what we was talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I like it. I like yeah. it. I like yeah. it. At the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show, like we said, I mean, nobody's right, nobody's, nobody's wrong. wrong. It's just yeah. our opinion. I like it. The better, no, no, you know. What I'm yeah. saying is, is great conversation. Yeah, great, I love it. Now keep going. Break it. Let's go. Let's go. We got to the whole failure conversation. Y'all boys didn't dissect the failure. But JB, JB, if you fell in class, hold on, you ready for this? If you fell a class and you never retake it, did you fail the class? Yes, I did. Quit yes. talking about it. Damn okay, it. But, but here's, now. But here's the deal. The, you failed now, failure, all the classes, man. Failure, failure in that sense. Right. But you didn't. can't be a success if on your transcript, that class is a failure. Yeah, I don't want to talk about transcripts Unless no they say, guess no. what? <laughs> you don't need that class in order to pass. And that's why I said he was redeemed through God's blood yeah. because God says, you know, even though you failed the course, you still passed the class because Rich. you repented. And on uh, that note, let's go there. Let's get it. Let's go. <laughs> this is what we do. And this, yeah. let's this get is what it. we're going to bring yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. Corbin. Yeah. The Black and Thought yeah. Podcast. Yeah. We're going to put you in some yeah. thought. Black yeah. and Thought That's about what we do. Yeah, let's get Seven it. Seven definitions of failure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and on that note, we, we just like to, to Y'all let us know what y'all think about failure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. What y'all think about Thank you for listening to this episode and we want you to come back for more if you like what you heard please subscribe wherever you get your podcast from we're on all the major networks apple google tune in spotify and many more check out our social media and please like follow and comment on facebook black and thought instagram black and thought podcast and twitter black and thought podcast please subscribe share and once again thank you for listening